is Johnny Wrestling or Johnny Takeover, as my shirt says. And listen, I want you to listen. Like, we're in a ball right now. It's crazy. It's loud. It's hectic. We're in New York City. But I want you to listen to No Hold Guard Network. Welcome back to the No Holds Barred Network with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host, as always, the EVP Eels, the Heartbreak Chick, the Queen of the Indies herself, Tiffany. And I'm always joined by the law, Ray Ramundo. Go ahead, Ray. You want to? Oh, oh, wow. You got so like, said my name today. Yeah? Okay. okay. So I watched you. You could. I, I thought you were going to yell at me. So I wasn't going to introduce no, our guests because... Okay, so you're second guessing already, so yes. I'm just going to do it myself. <laughs> How's it going, guys? This is the Law Ray Ramundo. We are live here with a very, very special guest. Here we go. It is the new era savage himself, Juicy Finau. I feel like I messed up the last name, even though I just asked him <laughs> if I did it. How's it going, Juicy? What's going on, y'all? Appreciate you having me on. Well, we appreciate you coming on, taking the time right before you got a big match coming up at GCW in a couple <laughs> of hours. I'm excited. Yep. I wish you. I wish I was there for some support for you. But we're here. We're rooting for you over here on the Knowles Bar Network. So <laughs> appreciate you. No, thank you. It's, it's for sure a big match for me. It's one of the, the bigger ones from of my career. So. Oh, we're, so, we're so we're so stoked we're so stoked but uh we'll get into your match a little bit uh later but uh let's let's jump right in because we know that you're pressed for time so let's jump right into this interview um so again like me and ray know you a little bit so for the fans out there who may not know you uh how did you become a professional wrestler <coughs> oh man um I was playing college ball at the time. I was playing college ball in Arizona, and um, you know, some stuff was going on in uh, with school and stuff. And I found out I couldn't play anymore. Um, so the day I found out that I couldn't play, like literally that day, I went and started training. I, I found a school of maybe like an hour and thirty minutes. That same day, I found out I couldn't play. Is the same day I started training. So. Um, but I've been a lifelong wrestling fan for a real long time, real long time. So, oh wow, love it, love it, love it, love it. Never, never stopping. That transition was quick. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to, to make it quick, man. Well, then there we go. Let's talk a little bit about. I always like to ask about character evolution. So, how we get from your start in professional wrestling to the new era savage that we know today? How did that evolve? Uh, man, it's to be honest. It's just me. Taps out 20 times, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel like people, you know, they always like, you know, man, you got to play this monster. Like, you got to be a savage. Like, nah, man, like, when I was playing football, I was the one getting everybody hyped. I was the one, you know, like, that was me in the front, like, getting everybody hyped, ready to go, because we go on the board, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, 
it's just always just just always been my demeanor, you know. I got, you know, a soft voice with, with a polite demeanor, but when it's time to go, it's time to go, you know what I'm saying? So I I always make sure that I give them that little that little umph. <laughs> so, I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, so I don't cut around the chase around here. Like I go deep. I go really in. So like I I became very aware of you because of the collective. So I wish that I was able to go to the collective. But let's jump into it. So can you talk to us a little about your experience and what made you take the risk of going on your own accord? So with the collect so remember the collective was about to be held in Tampa, you know, many a weekend. So I already, what I did in in Indianapolis, I was going to do anyways in Tampa. You know what I'm saying? So I had already bought tickets um, to go to Tampa. And then when we found everything got canceled, you know, we ended up getting credit for those tickets. So as soon as I found out that there was moving to Indianapolis and the whole collective thing was going back on, I said, you know what? Let's do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I already got the tickets in motion. Like, I was going to do it anyways if I went to Florida. Like that day, you know what I'm saying? I just uh, told my boss, like, hey, I'll be back, you know, just got somebody covering my shift. And uh, I was out. I headed out there, you know, because that whole going maybe like a month, two months, I was reaching out to people, you know, asking people, hey, you know, I'm a bit the collective, you know, I want to help wherever I can, you know, let me know wherever I can, you know, my hands may be needed and stuff. But nobody got back, you know, so <clears throat> I headed up. Uh, I ended up hitting up Jimmy Lloyd, and he he's the one that uh, told me like, hey, they need a they need help with ring crew. I think on Thursday at 11 a.m. My flight was supposed to come to Indianapolis on Thursday at 10. So as soon as he told me that, I got off work, switched the flight to Wednesday, grabbed you know packed my stuff real quick, headed to the airport, and uh, got to the <laughs> got to ring crew on Thursday by 11. So. That whole trip had to be like whole different experience for you. And it was nice, like as a fan, like seeing all the tweets from a lot of the wrestlers that we're familiar <laughs> with, like saying yeah. such wonderful things about you. And like, that's why I was like, oh, I have to have you on because I just felt like you had such a great story and I wanted to learn more about you. Like, is there like memorable moment like that sticks out to you or? I think the whole, the whole thing is like the whole experience, you know. Um, I went out there, you know, no expectations of, of getting in the ring at all. You know what I'm saying? I went out there solely to, you know, network, talk to people, you know, just, you know, show, like, I wanted my face to be everywhere. Everywhere some people turned, oh, they see me here cleaning. They see me here helping, asking, you know, just constantly asking, hey, you guys need help? You know, is there anything I can help with? So that that was my goal going there. I went there and, like, I don't know if you guys know, uh, Zane, yeah. Zane from, he's the one that posted the picture. That one blew up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, me, I was just always, it's always hard work. So I'm always just trying to, the faster we can get it done, the faster we get to chill. So <laughs> I was, that was my thing about it. Like, uh, if I could help them, you know, get everything done faster, then, then we got time to chill, you know. But, um, yeah, the whole thing in general, you know, meeting Ricky Martin, you know what I'm saying, the legend, you know what I'm saying? He, he came up to me and asked for a picture, like, like, I, I shook his hand. He was just, you know, tucking me up and putting me on game. You know, him, Joey Janela, man, that's that's the thucker right there. You know, he's the one that gave me the opportunity to show out in the in the clusterfuck, you know. So, <laughs> it's that, 
the whole experience, you know, just being, just being in the back with people, like, just, there's so much knowledge back there, and there's so much, you know, and it, it's, it's so diverse, you know, that locker room, so, man, just meeting different people, different backgrounds, just being a sponge, just listening to every, like, you know, they could be talking amongst themselves, I'm just listening, just, you know, just soaking all of the information in, you know, so, it was, it was a great experience. Wow. I would do it again, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. See, this is why, <laughs> this is why I said, <laughs> I said you had such a great story and it's just, you know, people need to hear it and this is why we do these podcasts and like, that just makes no, me that's excited. That's awesome to hear, man. Like, that's definitely the definition right there, paying your dues and truly having respect for this business. Like, that was just, that's insane. And again, it's, Good pays off. Like, look at all that. Like you said, the legends you got to be around, the just veterans in this business. Like, I even saw Alex Shelley was talking about how yeah. you did that. And that has to feel good just to know it paid off. That that risk definitely paid off tenfold. And you know what? And it's, it's funny, too. I was seeing tweets. Somebody tweeted and was like, you don't take a gamble like that unless you know you got... Uh, uh, unless you know, you know, you got something up your sleeve, or you know, what I'm saying, I like, I'm not, I'm not being cocky, but like, I knew I had something to offer, and I knew I, I knew I needed to, um, you know, what I'm saying, I knew if I got the chance, I needed to show out, you know, what I'm saying, right. So I already knew I had, you know, what I'm saying, I had uh, that card up my sleeve. Is if I got the opportunity, I'm finna show out. So as soon as as soon as the Taco Joey, Janela put me on, he's like, yeah, you in the question, fuck, I said, <laughs> all right, he said, thank you, you know, I appreciate the opportunity, you know, I couldn't stop thank. I was thanking him the whole weekend, the whole weekend, I'm like, thank you so much, you know what I'm saying, Aww. because ain't nobody just finna give you an opportunity, you know, Right. you, you really gotta work for that, so for him to just go out of his way and put me into, you know, like, that's one of the flagship shows of the weekend, you know, so just being able to be on the one of the flagship shows, was like, damn, hell yeah. Oh. Shout out Paradigm Pro Wrestling too, giving you that official booking, man. <laughs> All love it, man. We'll love it. We'll love it. That's we'll awesome. It. Let's keep it going, though. So I have to ask this. I always, a hard-hitting question here. What does stepping into the ring mean for you? Man, it's, it's like knowing in your mind, like, damn, like, I, I'm doing this. Like, I'm really here. You know, every time I every time I come to those curtains and I walk into that ring, like you standing there, like it went from being a little kid looking at a square, a box television. You know what I'm saying? Look like just watching these people make their entrance and just you know soaking up that crowd. When I get in there and I look at home, like damn, like I went from a little kid watching this constantly to a grown man actually chasing these dreams. You know this. You know, dreams come true with hard work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was great. If Every time I walk in there, I just know I represent my parents, you know, my family and stuff. So this, I got to hold myself to a different standard than, you know what I'm saying? So especially being Tongan, there's not that many Tongans wrestling in the business. So just being able to, you know, represent that that culture, the difference, different ballgame for me. So it's great. Our friend Frankie Picard's in the chat. He says, hi, Juicy. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? 
Okay, so we got a bunch of fan tweets. So we're going to start with this one from our friends, Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast. He said, I saw Mance Warner give you a shout out on Twitter. So number one, what does that mean with someone of his stature does that? And two, what's the most significant praise you've been given by a fellow wrestler? Man, number one, did you watch last night's Nick Gage Invitational? You know who the winner was? Do you know who that man that gave me a shout out? Oh my goodness, he didn't have to do that at all. He had to go out his way to do that. To, but you know, what I'm saying ah, uh, when when not because last night, you know, I I didn't know he was gonna post it, but he posted, and I was just I marked out in my room by myself. No, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm like, I'm high because like grudges went through a war. He went to three matches, and for you know, for him to, you know, we took a picture and for him to post that, and man, there's nothing but love, big talk right there. So, but um, I think whenever, whenever, especially you know, uh, veterans that I'm, I share locker rooms with, when I get high praise from them, I'm like, damn, like they ain't gotta do that because we share the same locker room, you know, our our sweat is on the same canvas out there, so. That in itself is just every time I every time I hear something from somebody, it just make me smile. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, ooh, I passed that. Okay. Uh, do you have any pre-match rituals? Uh, I drink a gallon of water, Pedialyte, and I say my prayer. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's that's a must. I drink a thing of. <laughs> Take a little bottle of Pedialyte, get them electrolytes in, do some water, you know, do some stretching. But no matter where I'm at, each, uh, every time I'm serving, I, I pray before I get in there. So, Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, go ahead, Ray. You want to do that fan tweet? Oh, yeah, I got it. So from our good friend here from Satsuma Cassidy, he asks, Mr. Juice, <laughs> the six-year-old wants to know, what is your favorite juice? Mine is freshly squeezed. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Welch's. You ever heard of Welch's? Yes. Yeah, devil. That Welch's, that, um, that grapefruit go crazy. I'm telling you. <laughs> Welch's grapefruit. That juice is wonderful. <laughs> I love it. Well then. Well then. Let's, let's keep it going here. So. Uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier about the Tongan culture. I definitely want to bring up, uh, as someone who, especially in wrestling, I love to embrace my culture. I like to make sure I respect it as much as I can and value it. Um, my question to you, though, is how important is that to make your Tongan culture known out there and make it something represented in the wrestling scene? Um, it's very important to me. Um, you know, man, you know, I think wrestling is – is the great greatest way to you know you see people always representing the culture, you know from the African culture, um, Hispanic culture, you know what I'm saying everybody everybody's culture is always if you see somebody they're always coming out with their culture you know what I'm saying like that shit is beautiful to me so for me it was um, at the time like right now you know you got the you know, you got Bullet Club, you know, Battle of Fallen and representing the Tongans and stuff out there. Um, but that's about it, man. That's, <laughs> you know, that's about it. That's all the Tongans you know. Like, you ask, hey, you know any Tongans that wrestle? They bring up Haku, G.O.D., Tomatonga on them. You know, that's who they bring up, you know. But um, 
I want, man, like the Samoan cultures out there too. You know, shout out to the Samoan dynasty, Jacob Fatu, and then like they make their culture known. You know what I'm saying? So one of the biggest things for me is people always ask me, bro, you Samoan, you Samoan? Like, nah, bro, I'm telling you, like, we, like it's not. It's not it's not disrespectful, but like no, nah, I just gotta put on for my people too, you know what I'm saying? I gotta I gotta let them know that it's strong on. So um being able to represent that in the ring and just and just do my thug this with you know, put my little put my little taste on things. You know, I've been getting a lot of praise from the uh the Tongan community lately, you know, 'cause I'm doing something different what from what they usually would expect uh the the kids to do. I love it. No, definitely, yeah. definitely. I feel like that's usually like the misrepresentation there that everyone associates like, oh, you have to be Simone. It's like, no, there's a lot of different from the Polynesian culture itself. It expands that there's more than just. So definitely, uh, I'm, it's great that you're doing it, man. It's great what you're doing. Definitely, definitely. Our boy Dennis is in the chat. He said, hey, geez, DC. <laughs> um, so with your match coming up with Jordan Oliver in a few short hours, what has gone into preparation for this matchup? I've been watching film. I have been watching film on Jordan Oliver. I've watched um stuff he's done with Injustice. I've watched stuff that he's done in CZW. You know, I've watched a lot of film on him. I know, I know he's going to bring it. You know, I just, I got to match energy and I got to match what he brings, plus some, you know what I'm saying? If I'm trying to come out with the dub, I got to, you know, go above and beyond because I know he's not going to hold back none. I'm not going to hold back none. And I'll tell you right now, guys, y'all are in for a banger tonight. Ooh. You know, is so much fun. You know, this this card is stacked. I'm blessed to be on it with, with all these great talent, you know what I'm saying? So I am truly excited. We're, we're excited too. So, guys, that's on IWTV, four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So, definitely, definitely check it out. We very much enjoy GCW and we wish we were there, but we'll be here in our houses supporting from here. So, yeah, definitely. We're going to be supporting. I'll say this, though, from just from personal feeling careful for Jordan's chops because he definitely he hits hard, man. <laughs> Yeah, chopped the right. shit out of me. Like got, I know, I know how those feel. It wasn't just a chop; it was a spinning chop too. So yeah, right, right to one got of those, me. he kind of killed. So be prepared for a chop, okay? So we're trying to warn you here a little bit. So, um, so good luck with that match too. So let's move. Let's move on for our next fan tweet. Uh, it's um, oh, who was that from? It said the. Picture in your Twitter profile is really cool. Can you give us the backstory? Uh, I think he's talking about my header. It's a, uh, it's the very first singles championship I won, and uh, at the time I was taking it everywhere. You know, anywhere I was booked, I was taking it. So I took that. I took my championship from California to Arizona that time, and um, we were in a really nice Airbnb. Looked over the desert and I said, "Hey, yo, bro, take this pic real quick, man. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get our let's get our model status on." Real quick. <laughs> uh, it was a strap over my shoulder. Looked off into the hills, and that was that. I like that, and that was from my friend Mason, by the way. <laughs> it was a great. It is a great picture. Yeah, it's something like it's out there. It's out there. Yeah. Um, well, let's keep it going here. So, I do have a question. In the past, you've teamed with Toa Leona. 
I didn't butcher his name there. Would you say, though, that you prefer to be a part of a team slash faction, or do you like to be a lone wolf in that ring? Well, with me and Tar, we still a tag team. Well, me and me and bro, we're we're uh, we're called the Taco Uso. You know, Taco and and Tong and his brother Uso and his, and Samoan his brother. So we put it together. It's, that's the Taco Uso movement. You know, bringing the Samoan and Tongans together. Uh, me and big me and big Tolo, man. That's that's my boy right there. Um, we love being a tag. We love being a tag. But um, what we doing is. We're gonna focus on doing our singles thing. Focus on doing our singles career and stuff. And um, if they need us to be a tag, we'll be a tag. But we we'd love to be a tag anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I can get this hype and stuff, be, like you know, behind my name, it'd be able to you know launch both of us as being a team and stuff. Get him going. He he's just barely starting out too. So definitely, definitely. No, I definitely saw. Like again, like I love to do my research just to make sure I see everything. <laughs> and um, what type of thing you guys do? Like you guys are a powerful tag team. Like, Appreciate and it's a great that. thing again merging the cultures. Because I feel like again, it's very um, like confusing for some people that they try to say, oh, if you're you either you're all Samoan or this and that. So it's great to be able to merge the cultures, but also show the differences as well. Yeah. So you guys are killing it as a team. Thank you. Even though, um, <laughs> All right, so we move on for another fan tweet. So I'm going to assume you saw this and, uh, you know, who it's from. But I'm just going to say, uh, he wrote, who's your favorite wrestler named Anton? <laughs> uh, his name is Anton. Anton Voorhees. That's my favorite wrestler named Anton. <laughs> he's, uh, he's actually, so when I first moved to the Bay Area, he's actually my first trainer I had there in the Bay Area. Um because I was training, you know, in Arizona, and I was training in um, in uh, Southern California. But those were, like, on and off for about, like, three months. And then when I finally moved to the Bay Area, when I started training at the East Bay Pro Wrestling Academy, our first trainer there was Anton Voorhees. So um, if you see me, you know, doing these, like, jumps and stuff off, uh, you know, this stuff, he's the type of person... He's the one that's – the way he coached was when he was showing the other students this stuff, I was just like, oh, can I try that too? Or, you know, <laughs> if, he, if he, like, we were doing um, swantons off the top, I said, oh, can I try that too? And, you know, he always encouraged me to do it. You know, um, now he's uh, he's not training at East Bay. He's not the trainer at East Bay no more. He's uh, focusing on building his, uh, his company he got going on called Glam. So – if you guys get a chance, you know, look that up. Um, but yeah, but now, uh, now the trainer that I'm uh, that I've been trained by for about a year and a half now, his name is uh, Rick Luxury. He's a 20 plus year vet legend in NorCal. So that's who I'm under his learning tree right now. Just he's pretty much the one that just crafted and uh and shined up my whole career for me. But he's the oh, one that's helped me a lot. That's great. That's, That's awesome. That's awesome. Speaking of trading, though, you've had an interesting experience. You got to train at the uh, the Fale Dojo. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? How was that experience? Uh, I'll tell you right now. Fale Dojo, that's no joke right there. You know, um, <laughs> you know it's funny, too, because you see a lot of people 
um, <clears throat> wearing LA dojos and stuff. I'm like, nah, this Fale dojo right here. You know, it's <laughs> it's like a bragging right to say that you from Fale dojo. You know, but um, man, that train over there is brutal. I'm telling you, you you probably squatting maybe at least four thousand times. Wow, you probably doing at least four thousand reps in a week. Oof. That's com- you know combined with because uh, we train seven, six days, rest on Sundays, back to Monday. Oh, wow. So we train oh, regularly. Right. So that train over there really, really uh, <laughs> elevated my game. Is oh. what I just say. Oh man, how do your legs not fall off? <laughs> I can barely do a few. <laughs> I'm telling you, we, we would squat, and the worst thing about it is we lived upstairs, and we trained downstairs. So we would squat, and then you'd have to take the stairs all the way back up to your room, come all the way back down if you need to use the bathroom. Like, we were up and down. Oh, like, no. <laughs> oh, man. Hard. I'm sorry. Hard. <laughs> I'm getting flashback to training, because I know, like, under Red, Red made us do... Every training session, we do at least 500 squats, Oof. and that's just pre-workout. Oh god, like, that's before we start everything. Like, it's yep. definitely you gotta have your that core strength because it's oh, it's a killer. Oof, thanks, thanks. Oof. It's great, uh, man. Um, so who would you say that you have your eye on? Like, who do you want to wrestle? Like, <laughs> everybody and everybody, right? Like. <laughs> Everybody and everybody. I think one person I would love, and I've even, I've even expressed it on Twitter. One person that I would love to get a a singles match is a uh, Calvin Tankman. Ooh, okay, okay. That's, that's one. That's that's one of the one of my ones that I really want to get. Listen, Brett, make this happen, Brett. Okay, I'm talking to you right now, Brett. <laughs> Hey man, shout out Brett, man. He's great. He's so great. That's because I also I feel like another match just to throw one out. I feel like you and Jacob Fatu got to get in there, man. Like, man, that would be that's a hoss fight right there, just waiting to happen. Like that would definitely. I love Jacob, man. Jacob's always um. Always putting me up on game every time I, we're around each other. So, Jacob, man, that's he's really that guy. <laughs> he's that guy. So, awesome, awesome. But let's keep it going. So, we've asked who you would want to face, who we think you should face. But if you could choose one person to face again in the ring, who would it be? Again, um, you know what? It'd be a uh, It'd be KTB. Ooh, we had a we had a banger of a match um, at GCW Last Resort. So I, I think we can have another banger just like that. So, oh, I'm I'm ready for it. Let's go. Again, <laughs> the hot fight there that would be awesome. <laughs> I love it. The possibilities are endless here, though. Like I love it. Um, yeah, oh my goodness, I'm just I'm just ecstatic for you. <laughs> <laughs> All these dream matches, I like it. Ray, come on. Do you think we could make it to GCW in like two hours? We would have to just, we have to take our computer. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to like, stream we're gonna this get... podcast while we're going to drive to AC. <laughs> All right. So let's talk a little bit. Um, Your thoughts on wrestling finally returning now during this pandemic. Like what does performing mean to you? 
Oh my goodness, I'm telling you, those <clears throat> those months away were hard. You know, um, cause I I'm a healthcare worker, so um, man, just constantly working. You know, when I go wrestle, wrestle wrestling was was my getaway trip every weekend. You know, um. So without it, I was just working constantly in the healthcare. You know, I work real close with COVID. <clears throat> I work with elderly folks. So, man, just like I had a, my escape was wrestling. So when that went away, I was just constantly working. And I was like, damn, like I need to, you know, I need to, I need some ring time and stuff. And I need to get out of there. It wasn't until I went to... I went to Vegas and they were having in crowds or they were having crowds, you know, little small crowds. And I was like, oh, we're back alive, you know, slowly but surely, slowly but surely. And then I think the next week I ended up going to uh, the collective. So we've come a long way. And, you know, I think a lot of people are happy. You know, a lot of people make their money off of independent wrestling. And I'm, I'm happy that <coughs> the sport that we love. And the sport that brings us all together is is slowly coming back. It's cu- it's coming back, but you know what I'm saying it's it'll, it'll be back in full swing real soon. I, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Not we hope so. We we definitely want to see more. It stopped a lot of us going to a lot of regular shows that we normally go to. So, yeah. but at least we have so many apps out there that allow us to watch all this. Um, right. Our friend Mark Out Media is in our chat. He says, "I want to see Juicy against Chris Dickinson." Ooh. <laughs> Careful that those slaps too. <laughs> Just beware of doors around Dicky. Like if there's a door yeah. around him, he's yeah. Be careful. That's that man's that's that man too. Damn. <laughs> Y'all he's trying to get me killed, man. <laughs> no, don't die. Don't die. We want you to come back on the podcast, okay? <laughs> Gotta, at least we gotta see you live at least once. Yes, too. yes, yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. We gotta come see you live one of these days. So, um, um, but let's, but let's, let's, keep, going. let's yeah. keep it going here. We're rounding it down to our final two questions. So I always end it with this: What is the end goal for Juicy for now? What would you like your legacy to be? Oh man, um, just being a kind person. To be honest, you know, um, it being nice to take you a long way. You know, being being a kind person with a kind heart to take you a long way, um, and it's taking me a long way. It's guiding me here to where I've uh, been. You know, a lot of people tell me that this business is uh, it's cutthroat. You know, it's it's a lot. It's a eat or be eaten type of uh, business, and I'm the type of person like. Oh yeah, you know, it's competition and stuff, I understand, but um it don't mean you gotta be a dick about it, you know what I'm saying? You can you know, just being kind to one another. I feel like that I think right now that's just being kind and being humble is getting me farther than what my talents would get me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so Oh man. No, I definitely not to just put you over because you're on the podcast, man, but I feel like if there was more people of your mindset, wrestling would definitely be a better place. Just because, like, again, it's great to have that humility to be uh, truly paying dues in that way and just having that respect for the business. So I definitely commend you for that. And Appreciate that. Uh, it's, it's it's awesome to see what you're doing. Keep it up. And I definitely see you going very far in this business. 
Yeah. Happy day, you. And even like yeah, as man. as a fan too, like I could sit here obviously because I was like I had to have you on the podcast, and I was like, <laughs> like I said, the story that you had just like touched me, and and these are for me as a podcaster, like and a fan, like I feel like they're very important, and these are the things that kind of catch me also to wrestlers and make me want to like support them. So thank you so much. I'm glad that I was able to find you, and uh, you know, loving to hear your story and loving to watch what your journey is going to be going forward. So. I appreciate y'all giving me the opportunity to come on here and, you know, spit my little words, you know. So it means a lot that you guys will actually, you know, take the time out of your day to just listen to me jibber-jabber. <laughs> <laughs> so it means, thank you guys for having me on here. No, you're great. Actually, I just have one final question for you and yeah. then we'll get you out of here because, you know, again, we know you're very busy. <laughs> um, so to all inspiring and amateur wrestlers out there, what's a piece of advice that you would give them? Man, just be like Nike and just do it. <laughs> That's probably there. We go. The first one to actually say to do doing wrestling. Like every time we ask this question, it's like, don't. <laughs> that was... I'll tell you right now. If um, you know, I haven't been in the game long enough, but you know, I believe in it. If this is what you want to do, if you want to be a pro wrestler. Just do it. You know, you got to understand that you're going to you're gonna wake up hurt the rest of your life. You know, like, you're going to have these aches and pains and stuff. But, you know, the thing that keeps me going is the love for the sport. You know, the love and the respect, you know. That right there, just, you just got to do it, man, to be honest. Like, because you're going to wake up 40 years later from, like, what you when they ask you, like, what did you do in your life? Oh, you know, I did this, I did that. You would, if you didn't do it, you would never be able to say, well, I was a pro wrestler at one point in my life, you know. You know, if when it's time to walk away, it's time to walk away. But, yeah, if you guys are truly, you guys truly love and respect the business and, and you guys really want to do this, you got to understand this. You got to pay dues, too. You know, you got to pay to play. And um, this, this business is not just going to roll over and give you anything. But, yeah, if you guys want to be wrestlers, just, just do it. You know, find... Find the school and just train and just, just got like I said, you just gotta do it, man. So, <laughs> there you go, there you it. go. I love Take it. Take those notes, folks. Take those notes. Yes. So, but guys, so we're gonna like end it on that note, so he can go get ready and do his thing and entertain <laughs> us, guys. So again, make sure IWTV. 4 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you tune on in and like make sure you kick Jordan's butt, okay? Like for us. So. <laughs> Thank you, guys, man. Yeah, make sure y'all tune in tonight. You know, it's, it's a great card. It's a real great yes. card. We got, man, we got Alex Zane in his last independent match. So, you know, if y'all can't know where y'all just tune in, support, you know, support the fellas over here. We for sure going to put on a, a great show for y'all tonight, and I hope y'all enjoy Oh, we definitely will. So, guys, thank you again for watching the No Holds Barton Network with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host, as always, the VP of Giggles, the Heartbreak Chick, the Queen of the Indies, Tiffany. That's the law, Ray Vermundo. And oh, G- wait, 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 wait. Before we cut it, before we cut it, before we cut oh. it, I have, to, okay. I have to bring up one person he should face, too. Oh. Because we brought up Jacob. We brought up KCB again. We did this. I know I'm still in training. I still got some things to do. But oh. for oh. the future, though, Juicy, how about we step in there one day? Ooh. If you want it, man, you can get it too. <laughs> oh, man. I had to throw that in there, throw my, my two cents, because, hey, another horse fight. I'm a big boy here, so 
<laughs> One day. Let's yeah, do man. it. If you want it, man, we can get it going. So. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> With me, Rob. I'll fight anybody and anybody and everybody. So I'm ready. It's the move, Taco. <laughs> there we yes. go. There we go. So, guys, thank you again. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Peace. There's something you owe me. Give it back to me. Enough is enough. They just wanna hurt us. Bring us down. Bring us down. Enough is enough. We won't let them hurt us. Bring us down. Bring us down. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com.